Hi, welcome to the Metal Detecting Show, episode number 32. My name is Kieran, and I have been metal detecting for nearly 30 years. This week I talk to you about top vacation spots for metal detecting, and my top location might surprise you. So let's get on with the show. Hey everyone, thanks for listening to the podcast. I hope you enjoyed the show this week. If you want to give me feedback or interact with the show, please reach out to me on Twitter at Detecting The or Instagram at The Metal Detecting Podcast. Or if you want to pop me an email to Kieran at the Metal Detecting Show.com. And now, if you'd like to leave me a voicemail, please do so on speakpipe.com forward slash The Metal Detecting Show. The link will be in the show notes. If you would like to buy me a coffee, you actually can do it now with www.buymeacoffee.com forward slash metal detecting. And lastly, and most importantly, if you like this content, please don't hesitate to tell your friends and don't forget to hit that subscribe button. Okay, firstly onto my adventures in metal detecting this week. Not much to report I'm afraid as Ireland has been put in level 5 COVID lockdown, which means we can't travel beyond 5km radius from our home. This meant that the only hunting grounds available to me were beaches that were more popular with dog walkers than swimmers. So I took the opportunity to reconnect with my old field permissions with a view to getting back on the fields in spring, as it's a bit wet now. This was not a great experience, as fields that were open to me a few years ago were now apologetically closed to me, as the farmers have become fearful of people on their lands and looking for any reason to claim or sue them for any mishap that may befall them there. This is due to the rising prices of farm insurance in Ireland due to false or overcompensated successful claims. So just another example of people not playing by the rules or fairly impacting the hobby. Now there is light at the end of the tunnel as most farmers indicated that they would be fine with me to hunt on their land if I get my own insurance which is an arduous journey in Ireland but a journey I'm willing to take. I imagine most of you already are covered by some sort of club insurance, but in Ireland we have found this difficult to organise and it is a journey we have undertaken many times, but I'll keep you posted with my progress. In other news, our family at home has grown. We have a new addition in the form of a very boisterous cockapoo called Teddy B. Martin. The B stands for bear. And my week has been filled with sleepless nights and puppy poop and pee. I am beyond comprehension on how much this teddy can produce. I think he should be a politician. Also, Nocta Macro were kind enough to send me a couple of review units of the Mini Horde and the Simplex, so watch this space for a full and in-depth review of both. And finally, I want to give a few shout-outs to the following people who reached out to me on social media or via email telling me they love the show. I really appreciate the feedback. This is what keeps me trucking on week to week. So thank you to Wayne Kelly, Ken Peace and Tobias Duffy. I really appreciate you and your support. So as you can imagine, after that busy week of puppies and lockdowns, all I could think of was vacation time and making plans for 2021. So to fuel the fantasy even more, this week I want to give you my list of the top global vacation destinations for metal detecting. I have completed a lot of research on this during the last few weeks and it seems that the History Channel has had a profound effect on highlighting potential vacation locations, but more on that later. It's right now that I need to put in this warning. Please, make sure to check the metal detecting law of your potential vacation destination. 
You don't want to arrive somewhere suited and booted only to find out that it was against the law when the local law enforcement are doing a cavity search for the lost Ark of the Covenant. So be prepared. Bring lube. I have broken the list into countries, but this list could have been split into types of detecting too, such as gold detecting, historical detecting and beach detecting. But in alphabetical order, so as not to trigger any super nationalists, I start with Australia. Australia has to be one of the best places to metal detect, and in my view, a top detecting location in the world. Australia has it all with the minefield towns of North Adelaide and North Perth, if you want to partake in gold prospecting, surrounded by the beautiful landscape of the bush, to the many glorious golden, but most importantly, heavily populated beaches. Also, if a bit of wreck diving takes your fancy, Australia has it all. So, if you want that perfect mix of vacation and detecting, then Australia is the place for you, with its sun, sand and gold. Up next is England, now not typically a holiday hotspot. In fact, most Brits leave the country to go to warmer climates during the summer months of June to September. But if you're detecting for history, then there is nowhere better to go, even if the weather and food is crap. One of the best places to go within England is Norfolk and the surrounding counties of East Anglia, as the West Country is a hotspot of hordes and finds that sit in the British Museum. This is due to its rich tapestry of history from the Saxons to Vikings over the millennia. These flatlands are constantly under plough, which result in artefacts and finds being brought to the surface. But be warned, you need to report everything you find, and in all likelihood you may not be able to bring your finds home straight away, but you will receive it once the portable antiquity scheme of the British Museum deems it of insignificant importance. Right now there are many small groups that offer tours and use of permissions for a small fee and can handhold you through the whole process. A simple Google search of metal detecting tours in the UK will point you in the right direction. Now, if you don't feel like lugging your gear to the UK but want to get in some sort of hunting, then I would recommend investigating the possibility of mudlarking on the foreshore of the Thames. Again, this needs a permit and it's best to seek out a local guide to help you with the process of what is permitted and not permitted. There is no doubt if you want to hunt for history on vacation, then there is nowhere better than to go to the United Kingdom. But beware, some factions of the local detecting community feel and are quite vocal that this is an exploitation of their history. So you have been warned. Up next, the Caribbean. Just happens to be where I keep my offshore bank account. Straight out of the movies with locations like Peter's Island and Dead Man's Beach, the Caribbean fulfills all the romanticism associated with the lonely treasure hunter trying to find his way and treasure. This area is awash with pirate tales and finds, but there is nowhere more synonymous with pirates than the island of Tartuga, a pirate's playground during the 17th century and the playground of Captain Morgan of the Rumfane. Discovered by Christopher Columbus, it is featured in many works of fact-based fiction. This 69-square-mile island off the coast of Haiti, home to 26,000 inhabitants, is relatively unspoilt but this is a haven for snorkeling and scuba divers who dive the tree wrecks just offshore and who are willing to survive the significant lack of facilities on the island. But again, check with local guides for help on detecting there or in nearby Haiti. 
Moving on to Axiom, Ethiopia. Often listed in several top fives of the best places to treasure hunt. But when researching, there is no presence online for Axiom, Ethiopia. Only a few pictures, which adds to the mystery. This area of Ethiopia is considered one of the most complex civilizations in Africa. This ancient empire was the first African state to mint their own coins and is rumoured to hold the Ark of the Covenant. And its landscape is influenced by both Christianity, Islam and the Roman Empire. Axiom Ethiopia apparently is a treasure trove and there is so much more to understand about this ancient kingdom as a large part of it remains unexplored. Finally, and for me, the best place to metal detect in the world has to be, wait for it, the United States of America. With so many potential great locations to hunt, such as, and repeatedly top-tipped online, and that's Oak Island in Nova Scotia, of the History Channel fame. This island is the home of the legendary Money Pit, which is supposed to contain legendary pirate treasure. Other rumours include Shakespeare's manuscripts, the Knights Templar's relics, jewellery belonging to Mary Antoinette, Freemason artefacts, 16th century Spanish naval treasure, but if you ask me, all highly unlikely and not worth the top slot at all, as its popularity is mainly fueled by rumour, and any finds found have been small and insignificant compared to the size of the tales associated with the island. For me, the best place in the US and globally to metal detect has to be Florida. With a wide range of history and potential, Florida is the home of several great beaches for detecting, including Vero Beach, Bon Steel Beach and Aquarina Beach. What makes Florida so attractive? It's not just the heavily populated beaches, but also the history, including the 11 Spanish galleons that were wrecked in the early 1700s that went down in the area around Cape Canaveral. Sebastian Inlet is at the centre of what's known as the Treasure Coast, and prime sites for searching for gold stretch several miles north and south. Another attraction to Florida is the law, where in the main it's finders keepers, but again, Make sure to be fully aware of the law before you break out the detector. Other notable US locations, yes, they are more. Utah, the supposed home of the famed Montezuma Gold, the long-lost treasure of the Aztecs, the Crystal Coast of North Carolina, the playground of Blackbeard, probably the world's most famous pirate whose ship, the Queen Anne's Revenge, ran aground near Beaufort, North Carolina, Contraband Bayou in Louisiana, and Superstition Mountains in Arizona, but I'll leave those for you to Google later. Up next is this week's Tech Timeout, where I give you some tips and tricks in packing for your great adventure. Time for this week's Tech Timeout! Tech Timeout! It's Tech Timeout! Boop! <laughs> time for this week's Tech Timeout. Okay, so you've planned your trip, but how do you get your equipment to your destination without it getting confiscated or damaged? Firstly, you need to decide to check or not to check. For me, the easiest thing to do is to check the bag. Consider having to explain to the security agent that this monstrosity you're bringing onto the plane is only a metal detector, never mind putting a spade or a hurry knife into the mix, plus most security agencies have a special requirement for LiPo batteries requiring their terminals to be taped up, so considering this, it is less hassle to check the bag. But then we need to select the bag. 
Now, if going with a separate bag, I favour a lockable, strong, light, but tough canvas bag, simply because it doesn't indicate that there is anything of value inside. Plus, there is no added bonus cost a flight case would bring, simply because of the case's ruggedization and weight. Yes, I know they look cooler, but I don't care, I'm a cheapskate. Size your bag accordingly. I would recommend to break down your equipment into its constituent parts, lay it out on a table beside your digging gear, assuming you're bringing it, and measure, but make sure to add some space for packing, as I recommend that you wrap up your bad boy in bubble wrap before packing. And that's what I would do, but some top tips to consider include 1. Check with the airline's policy on batteries, especially if your battery is removable. 2. If you absolutely need to bring it on as carry-on, reach out to the airline first and get written permission. 3. Bring your manuals. You may need to explain what your metal detector is and what it is used for. 4. Know the metal detecting law at your destination. And 5. If you can, reach out to a local either via a forum or social media and they can give you the lowdown on any local pitfalls. And that's it for this week's Tech Timeout. And that's it for this week. I hope you liked this episode of the Metal Detecting Show podcast. Check out our website, www.themetaldetectingshow.com for this episode's show notes. Check out our Patreon page if you want to help the podcast stay alive or just want to buy me a coffee. Actually, if you want to buy me a coffee, you can do so at buymeacoffee.com forward slash metal detecting. Also, if you would like to leave me a voicemail, please do so on speakpipe.com forward slash the metal detecting show. If you feel like taking your appreciation to the next level, feel free to leave me a positive review on any podcast directory of your choice. If you like this content and would like more, please don't hesitate to tell your friends and don't forget to hit that subscribe button. Once again, I hope you've enjoyed this episode. We will chat to you all again next week. Get out there, eyes down and happy hunting.